This past week was a great week in the life of the church. We got to celebrate the Holy Day on Thursday, the Assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary, which was beautiful. But we also got to celebrate another great saint this week, this week, St. Maximilian Kolbe. And so I want to just take a few moments to tell you a little bit about his life. Uh, he was a, a Polish saint born at the very end of the 19th century. So he was growing up mostly in the 1900s. He grew up, he became a priest. He was a doctor of philosophy by the time he was 21 and a doctor of theology by the time he was 28. So obviously a very smart man. And as I said, became a priest and went out uh, to establish missions in other parts of the world, some of which still exist today. While he was out establishing his missions, his health got bad and he had to go back to Poland where he continued to live and to work as a priest. Now by this time, it was, um, when the Nazis were very active in Poland and he was doing a lot to educate people on uh, the evils of Nazism and to bring them the truth, to bring them the message of goodness and to um, fight against the message of the Nazis. Because of this, he was eventually arrested and he was brought to Auschwitz where he was put to death. And so here's the story of his death. Uh, the story goes that the Nazis in the concentration camp were rounding up certain men so that they could make an example out of them, so that no one would try to escape anymore. They were rounding up certain men to put to death by starvation. And so as they were rounding up these men, they actually skipped over St. Maximilian and chose other men. But one of the men that they chose was a man with a family who was married and had children. And so St. Maximilian volunteered actually to take that man's place. And he went with the other prisoners to their starvation and he was the one leading them in prayers and hymns um, and spiritual exercises to keep up their peace and their joy and their trust in Jesus Christ, even as they were being persecuted. Eventually, after two weeks of total starvation and dehydration, he was still alive, and they had to put him, uh, put him to death after that. And so he is a great heroic um, example for us today. He's a great saint and one we can look to as an example of what it is to witness to our faith in Jesus Christ. That's what the word martyr means, is simply to be a witness to our faith in Jesus Christ. We recognize sometimes, brothers and sisters, that when we're witnessing to our faith, when we're truly disciples of Jesus Christ, it's gonna mean that we're persecuted. Sometimes we are gonna have to carry our crosses with Jesus Christ. And this is what our, our readings are all about this morning. So the first reading is about Jeremiah, the prophet, and how he was prophesying and telling people the truth. And because of the truth that he was preaching, they threw him in the well, right? They wanted to put him to death, so they threw him to the bottom of the well because they didn't like what he was saying. St. Paul, in, his, in our second reading, talks about how we are meant to persevere in running the race, even when it's difficult. And at the very end, he says, you have not yet resisted sin to the point of shedding blood. Think about that. Are we willing to give everything, to literally shed our blood rather than sin, rather than offend God? That's something for us to pray about and to think about. And then, of course, our gospel today, some really tough words from Jesus, actually. He says, do you think that I have come to establish peace on the earth? No, I tell you, but rather division. From now on, a household will be divided. Father against son, mother against daughter, mother-in-law against daughter-in-law. Jesus is preparing them and telling them that, hey guys, if you're living out your faith in a true way, 
it's going to cause some difficulties. It's going to cause some persecution. People are actually going to uh, disagree with you at times if you're truly living out the gospel message. But in the end, that's okay. And we think about the example of St. Maximilian Kolbe again. I guarantee you, if you could ask him in heaven right now, if all of his suffering was worth it to get to heaven, he wouldn't hesitate. And he would say, yes, of course. Any suffering that we endure here on earth, brothers and sisters, is 100% worth it if it gets us to heaven. Any suffering we endure is so worth it if it gets us to heaven, where we get to spend eternity with God, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. And our readings remind us today that being a Christian is not something that we do halfway. Being a follower of Jesus is not something that admits of degrees of following. Rather, Jesus asks us for everything. Jesus asks us to give our whole lives over to him and follow him radically from our very roots, to give our whole hearts and our whole lives over to him. Jesus doesn't want us to say, yes, I'm a Catholic, and I go to Mass sometimes, you know, when it fits my schedule and I don't have sports or vacation or I'm not too tired, then I'll go to Mass. No, Jesus wants us to put the Mass and confession and daily prayer at the heart of what we're doing in everything else in our lives. The Eucharist, as the Catechism tells us, is the source and the summit of our faith. If we're not making the Mass the center of everything else that we do, we're missing something. Jesus doesn't want us to say, yes, I'm a Catholic, and I believe most of what the Church teaches, but you know, on some of those harder things, I'm not going to assent to what the Church says. I'm not going to assent what Jesus teaches. You know, when it comes to the Church's teachings on life or marriage or the family, you know what, I actually disagree. That's not what Jesus asks of us. Jesus asks us to assent fully to what he gives us as the truth of the gospel message and to stand up for that truth. Jesus doesn't want us to say, yes, I'm Catholic, but you know, I'm not really gonna witness to my faith. When I'm around my family or my friends or my coworkers or my neighbors, I'm just gonna kinda go along to get along. No, rather, Jesus asks us to be true, bold witnesses of the love, of his love in the world, to stand up for what we believe in, and to make disciples out of the people around us. Again, brothers and sisters, Jesus calls us to be radical followers of the gospel message. And if we're doing that, if we're truly living that out, it's going to mean some persecution. But that's okay because we have heaven to look forward to. Let us carry our crosses bravely with Jesus Christ. Let us endure persecution with peace and with joy because of the hope that lies in store for us. Let us run the race courageously with all of those who have gone before us and follow their example of truly being disciples of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ has already given everything for us. Let us not be afraid to give everything for him as well.